I'm Derek Thompson, longtime writer with The Atlantic Magazine on tech, culture, and politics. There is a lot of noise out there, and my goal is to cut through the headlines, loud tweets, and hot takes in my new podcast, Plain English. I'll talk to some of the smartest people I know to give you clear viewpoints and memorable takeaways. Plain English starts November 16th. Listen for free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz. I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Horlbeck. And this is the worst bets for Wild Card Weekend. I mean, look, if you want good bets, you can go to Warren Sharp. That's where we have the Ringer Gambling Show. If you want fun bets, here we are. We have a whole feed dedicated to making money. That's not what we're here for. We're here to have, we're a, good to have a good time. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. We're going to tell you to have a good time. Sometimes you want to bet on a team that's bad because you want to root for them. That's why we're here. We got this. So... We're recording this on Wednesday. It's before final injury reports or anything. So keep that in mind. Again, these are the worst bets. If they were the best bets, we'd probably be recording it after the injury reports. <laughs> but alas, here we are. Uh, we're going to toss out what we think about the weekend's games. We're going to give our takes. We're going to circle back around at the end. To uh, We're actually going to like figure out what we are betting with our own actual money. We're going to put them on this weekend first. We are also doing the FanDuel Listener League again for the playoffs. So every round of the playoffs, it's like the whole playoff slate, DFS, on FanDuel, you, we have the link in the episode description, but if not, FanDuel.com slash Ringer slash, no, sorry, I was wrong. It's FanDuel.com slash Ringer Listener League. Yeah. So if you go to FanDuel.com slash Ringer Listener League, you can play with us. It's five bucks to enter DFS for the whole weekend. Okay, check that out. It's in the episode link. With all that said, let's just get to it. Easy Woo. peasy. DK, what do you want to bet on this weekend? I want to bet on something Josh Allen. Something Josh <laughs> Allen-y. I feel like Josh Allen is is one of the people to watch this weekend. Okay. You know what I mean? He's just, I actually wrote about this this week. He reminds me of like Achilles. Like he has a few little <laughs> vulnerabilities here, here and there. But like if you watch the movie, uh, Troy, I think it was called Troy. I love Troy. Uh, Brad Pitt played Achilles. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it, it just reminds me of, of Josh Allen, the way he can like, if he's on, if he's like motivated, if he's not not like he's an unmotivated guy, but like if he's like cl- clued in and keyed in, like he could just put the whole army on his back. He could just be, go out there and like kick some ass by himself and take over a game. 
I want to bet on Josh Allen because I just think he's going to be the most fun guy to watch this weekend, the most fun player. Um, and I think he's going to run a lot. So the first bet I was looking at was under 243 and a half passing yards. That's just wait, where wait, I want to start out. What do you guys Okay, think? okay. Just to be clear, just to be clear, you're like, Josh <laughs> Allen, he's Achilles. He's like a Greek myth. I want to bet he's under. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, because, <laughs> high fits. Yes, that's a good okay. point. However, that, that is a good point. However, my point was, because I think he's going to be running all over the place and scoring touchdowns with his legs, trucking people, juking people, like keeping it on, on read options and, and bootlegs and things like that. Also, by the way, it's going to be like nine degrees. Oh, and, and it might snow. Again, weather, <laughs> if we were better at betting, we'd probably bet closer to the game and know the weather, but it might snow. And I'm going to, for these purposes, believe it will snow because that'd be way cooler. Yeah, yeah. So bottom line is, I, I know that I just hyped up Josh Allen a lot. I don't think it's going to be a big passing game for Josh Allen. I think, and in fact, I saw Mina Kimes posted this the other day. Josh Allen has a 50% completion percentage when the weather is freezing in his career, which is 40th out of 41 qualifying quarterbacks over the last Wait, 15 40 seasons. out of 41? <laughs> Wait, is that skewed, though, because of how bad he was in the first two years of his career? Probably. probably. Maybe. But that, so here's the thing. I actually agree with you a lot that the Bills are going to start running more. Like, the Bills' offense, I think, has gotten way better as they've started running, and I think they've been saving Josh Allen's running for the playoffs. Like, Bill Simmons always used to talk about how the Patriots, as Gronk got older, would keep him in the garage, and then they'd take him out of the garage and warm up the engine for the playoffs. <laughs> I think that Josh Allen's the same thing because... They don't want him to get hurt in the regular season, but like they are at their absolute best when Josh Allen's the goal line back. And I actually agree with you on that front. My only concern is like, I don't want to bet against Bill Belichick in the playoffs. And I kind of don't care about Mac Jones being a rookie quarterback. And I kind of just like, you can get Belichick, Belichick and four points in the playoffs. And I kind of just want to do that. And I don't know, like, am I being a coward? I kind of want to bet against Bill Belichick in the playoffs. I got a Bills bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I got a Bills bet in, in the arsenal here. I got a tease. I, I like, I just feel like, or sorry, not a tease. I got a, just a straight up parlay. I just want to put the Bills and Niners right together. Ooh. Really? Yeah. You know what? Like, Mac Jones has been sucking. The Bills have beaten the Patriots three weeks ago. Josh Allen had a great game. And like, I, I understand that like Belichick can do anything in the playoffs, but... I kind of want to bet on the best quarterback in the league right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're over you mean in the round, not counting Rodgers. You, you got to feel alive. That's how you got to bet against Bill Belichick in the NFL. Playoffs. That's the that's where I keep coming back to. I keep it's coming fun. back to like the for I guess here's the problem <laughs> with this Bills Patriots game. This feels like it could, it should be a divisional round game, and it feels like it could be the AFC Championship game. And instead, you're getting like one of those like third time they've played wild card weekend game. But like, this is easily to me the best game of the weekend, right? Saturday night. Like this is a crazy yeah. game to get to watch. You know how bill, like always bill Belichick, like gets rid of players a year early. I want to bet against bill a year early. I want to bet right. <laughs> Which Simmons or Belichick? Belichick. I want to bet. Okay, against, I'm not betting checking. against Bill Simmons. Uh, I want to bet against Bel uh, Belichick a year early. I, just, I think it's the opposite though. Like the Patriots are incredible. I don't know. I think the second you actually, the game starts, one Josh Allen turnover, everyone's going to be like, oh, shit, it's Bill Belichick in the playoffs. <laughs> I, I, okay, wait, I want to, Craig, you mentioned the Niners, too. I'm yeah. curious why you want to bet on the Niners, because I have thoughts on this game, too. The Niners-Cowboys. The, the Niners-Cowboys, that's on Sunday, right? Sunday day. Okay, Bills-Patriots is the night-Saturday game, which, ugh. And the Niners-Cowboys, yes, yeah, Sunday at 4.30. Why do you want to bet on the Niners? So, 
Niners are kind of hot, right? Obviously, they just beat the Rams, but I mean, they beat the Bengals in OT a few weeks ago. They lost to the Titans by three. They've been playing good. Jimmy G's been playing good. They're kind of rounding into form health-wise. Trent Williams is back. Debo's healthy and playing great. Kittle's healthy and playing great. Eli Mitchell's back. But also, one, this is a really cool game. Dallas and the Niners is like such a historic. Like, it is such a, such a throwback. Cool so I got to get yeah. money on the game somehow. But dude, Dallas, listen to Dallas's last five games. They beat Washington, who sucks. Then they beat the Giants. Then they beat Washington again, who was riddled by COVID. Then they lost to the Cardinals, who had been floundering. And then they just beat the Eagles' backups. That's the Cowboys' <laughs> last five games. And then before that, they lost three of five to Denver, Kansas City, and Vegas. I'm not, to be honest, convinced that, that Dallas is that good of a team. They lost Michael Gallup. Zeke is hobbled. I just think the Niners, I, I, getting plus odds for the Niners to win this game, I just like it. I like the coaching matchup. I, I, you're making good arguments. I would like to interject. Dak one doesn't thing. look right. The Cowboys finished number one in DVOA this year. Number one. Um, Their last five weeks, yeah, they put in like 50 points against Washington and against the Eagles. Like, if you watch <laughs> them play, Dak doesn't look right. They can't, I mean, remember remember those games mid mid season where they were putting up like nine points against KC yeah. and zero yeah. against Denver. Yeah, but their defense is really good too, though. I don't, the defense like, is great. I wanted to ask you about this, though, DK. I, I, I lean toward what Craig's saying because on one hand, I think the Cowboys are as talented as any team in the NFL. The thing Craig didn't even say is Mike McCarthy's the coach. And like, as well as the Cowboys' offense played early, as incredible as the Cowboys' defense has been, I don't know many Cowboys fans who are like happy with what Mike McCarthy does managing games. Like Mike McCarthy isn't calling the offense, and yet somehow he doesn't manage timeouts well. He doesn't seem... Like Cowboys fans are not confident in him. And like part of me does wonder about I'm curious what your X's and O's answer is, DK. It's like, how does the Cowboys defense match up against like the Niners? Because Kyle Shanahan is so good at what do you always say? It's like Shanahan, because he worked on defensive side of the ball, kind of understands the rules of defenses and how to break them. I'm curious what that means with like Trevon Diggs who is obviously right, has a ton right. of cornerbacks, but it's a huge percentage gambler. And like in a given one or two plays, I don't know. I'm kind of, I, part of me does envision a, a, a world where like the Niners can ball control, run game, and then also get their big shot plays in, which actually the Cowboys haven't had a ton of big shot. I don't know. Like, do you, do you kind of see like, if the Cowboys lost this and Mike McCarthy got blamed, like, wouldn't that be the most classic Cowboys thing ever? <laughs> also, yeah. the Cowboys are 22nd in yards per play allowed. Like, it's not like they're not, it's not like they're stopping you. Yeah, they just I think produce deal, turnovers. Right, exactly. They're so good up front. They're so explosive with their pass rush group and the way that they can deploy, you know, their different pass rushers, Marcus Lawrence, uh, Randy Gregory, and then obviously Micah Parsons is like kind of a, he's a, you know, joker piece that they can kind of use wherever, like linebacker, pass rush, blitzer, whatever. He's so good. And then obviously uh, Trevon Diggs, he's been this interesting sort of contradiction because he's given up a ton of yards. He's given up a lot of touchdowns, but he's also, I think, leading the NFL in picks. I, By a lot. Double digits. Those picks in right a very now. long time. Yeah. So <clears throat> to me, this is this is such an interesting matchup because number one, like what's the first thing you think of when you think of Jimmy Garoppolo? Like boneheaded, stupid turnovers. I know yes. that he doesn't necessarily deserve that because he has been pretty good. And and like like what he did last week in the second half and in overtime, he was amazing. Um but it also masked like a, an atrocious, atrocious interception he threw in the first half. He still got a broken thumb. Um, they're still dealing with that. Dealing with that. They also have a long history of Jimmy G just making terrible throws. Like it's it's one of those things where he 
um, you know, go up the stairs, down the elevator, because he, like he does, he puts <laughs> together like some really good plays, really good plays, really good plays, and then, bam, backbreaking pick. Whatever. Is there a hot take where the broken thumb is a good thing, where the thumb injury is a good thing because he won't try to do the dumb stuff he usually does? Possibly, possibly. No, I, I do think yeah. this is a. I think that a couple games this week, and I have like a really hard time with, and this is one of them because. I could like the Niners having very little confidence in their quarterback is bad, right? And if you actually look, there's actually pretty competent quarterback play for the wild card round compared to mm -hmm. usually. There's no Mitchell Trubisky this year. Garoppolo is one of the less confident quarterbacks. But the flip side, I don't know. I guess I'm intrigued about exactly what Craig's saying, where Cowboys have dominated bad teams in the last month, which is what you want to see. But I don't know. I just kind of do wonder is the Niners run game and like what they have with Debo Samuel in the backfield and their kind of attack, isn't it kind of designed to mitigate a lot of what the Cowboys do well on defense? Sort of like you still have Jimmy G back there is the problem, but yes, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. Like, I don't know, Craig, you're the one who brought this up. Do you really want to bet on Jimmy Garoppolo and wildcard round? Like, do you really, at the end of the day, when Jimmy Garoppolo is there and he's struggling and they're down 10 and Micah Parsons is hounding him and Trevon Diggs has picked six to him, are you going to feel good about this? <laughs> you're going to feel good about betting on Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G smart. was a foot and a half away from beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and I bet you we speak about him very differently. I'm totally out, though, because Craig just had to go back to that, and that's how I know Craig is changing his mind. That was <laughs> That's weak. I'm not changing my mind. Here's why I'm not. <laughs> I've had, I, I drafted every Dallas Cowboy this year in fantasy, and they all disappointed me. Every week, I watched this team hoping, which ones are going to be this week? Zeke, CD, Gallup? It was none of them. Every week. They always disappointed, and the Niners, I'm picking up random dudes like Eli Mitchell, and he's a top 10 running back. I I think the Niners are better. Also, this is a Kyle Shanahan versus Dan Quinn. Reuniting. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, the, they, the, 40, the Falcons coaches. The Falcons the coaches. Well, okay. at, the end of the, at the end of the day, Craig, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Like, you, you present intriguing arguments to me. I do want to reiterate, the Cowboys are not only number one in DVOA, they're number one in weighted DVOA, which accounts for recent play. It's because they're playing a bunch of they're shitty teams. Efficiency. I do think, no, I, I DVOA will say DVOA doesn't for, know that. DVOA accounts for opponents, so that's But it does true. not know that the Eagles benched their starters when they gave up the 40-whatever points, but still, I understand what you're saying. Who was the guy starting for Washington when they won by 50? Can we even Heineke? remember? Heineke? <laughs> no, Heineke was out. I don't even remember. <laughs> That's the thing. It doesn't really know how bad Jake Fromm was, and it doesn't really know how bad Mike Lennon was. Wait, can we, but regardless, we, can we not move on until we think of the quarterback who started for Washington that game? Uh, it was, um, okay, yeah. yeah Garrett Gilbert? The Washington, no, Ooh, no. It is that was, a thing? Uh, is that a person? Kyle Allen. No, he was her too. He was out too. It was the third guy. Um, oh my God. <laughs> Do we actually truly have to guess? Do you want me to look it yeah, up? We, no, no, no. Don't look it up. I, Craig's right. I want to figure this out. Don't tell me. Uh, what week was this? 14? It was 15. three games ago. Two games ago. Man, this is really hard. It's got to be Kyle Allen. No, it wasn't Kyle Allen. I, he for sure didn't play. All right, I'm looking it up. It's I'm not Taylor Heineke. This. What are you guys talking about? Are you looking at the first time? They played three weeks apart twice. Dallas. Oh, played yes. Sorry. I'm looking at December 12th. Uh, you're right. Incorrect. Uh, however, he played in the other game, too. When they when they won fifty six to fourteen, Taylor Heineke started. Oh no, Craig's right. It was Garrett Gilbert did start a game for this ah! team. not in the Dallas game. No, he started against the Eagles. <laughs> what are oh. you talking about? Right, he started the Eagles in week fifteen. <laughs> Whatever. Garrett Gilbert. No, you were, no, you were right. The DK. You said right it. Now. Garrett Gilbert started in week fifteen. I no, you're right. All right. So okay, I congrats. Dallas beat Washington with Heineke twice. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> so Craig, Craig kind of like won the battle and lost the war right there. Right. Anyway. Yeah.
Let's table the Niners. I, for I a understand second. what you're saying though, and it is compelling. So ultimately, what do you want to bet on? Well, like, no, what, what, we'll, we'll table this. I think we we got to we're gonna we're gonna circle back. I got a on, whole like, bunch of other things. From yeah, this yeah game I want to go back to DK. About. Yeah. Do you have other Niners things or what other games you want to talk about? I have about? other Niners things. I have other Bills things. Do you want to focus on one or the other here? Hit the hit the Niners. Okay. I'm curious your so, other Niners thoughts. Uh, well, the first question I want to just ask you guys, because we did talk about this extensively, is do you think this is going to be a defensive slugfest or a shootout? Or somewhere in between, I guess. There is a gray area. But where do you lean in terms of like stylistically what this game is going to be? Because I, I think there's some juicy over-unders with Garoppolo, Eli Mitchell... And then I have a fun long shot that I want to talk about with Devo Samuel. Well, Vegas was suggested it's going to be a shootout. It's the highest total of the week. It's 51. 51. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, so the one that I was looking at is Jimmy G. And I know that I just said it's not a great matchup for him. However, I think just the way this game could go, he's going to be forced to throw it a lot. And by the way, I just love his skill players. Like his skill players are insanely good. Yeah. Um, so there's an over under 250.5 passing yards. For Jimmy G. I thought that looked pretty good for the over. I know I said all that stuff about his, his thumb and everything. I'm, yeah, I'm getting such mixed signals. DK's a walking contradiction <laughs> this episode. So you're basically saying the Cowboys are gonna get a lead and the Niners are gonna have to throw, but yes. it won't, but you don't like the idea of the Niners actually winning. Correct. I think it's gonna be a shootout. Would you just want the Cowboys giving three points? Would you prefer that? I mean, I think that's boring, but yeah, sure. Or what you can do on Fandle is you can you can move you can like choose alternate lines like you can move that game total down and then mm -hmm. parlay it with Dallas if you want to do that. But the point is, DK, you think the Cowboys are going to win, yeah. and you do think it's going to be a shootout. Like you're saying, Jimmy's yeah. going to pass a lot, and then I imagine you're also saying that the Cowboys are going to throw a lot because the Niners' secondary is pretty weak. I mean, yeah, the yeah. Cowboys are going to throw. Yes. I think this is the game I'm the most excited for this week. It's going to be really in the fun. Bay Area. Yeah, this is a throwback. Okay, so here, here's my here's why here's why I picked the Jimmy G over under. He's gone over this number four out of his last five games. The one time he did not go over was against Atlanta when they blew him out, and then they just didn't really ask him to pass that much. Um, yeah, but what if the Niners? What if the Niners go full? Remember that thing they did last playoffs or two playoffs ago where Jimmy G threw it like eight times? I think it was the was it the A Packers? So oh yes, Packers, NFC yeah. yeah and, NFC Championship or Divisional like Round. Yards. Yeah, he threw it like eight times. They ran the ball the entire game, kept the ball out of Rodgers' hands. I feel like that would be what you want to do is you're like switching off between Eli Mitchell and Debo, short passes, like keep like burn the clock, keep the ball out of Dak's hands. That's what yeah. I'm wondering about. It's the Niners running game in this. That's why I'm, I'm well, a little surprised to hear you talk about Garoppolo's over. But I didn't know he realized he had hit that number. You said, what, here, what here's, the last five? Here's kind of... So, again, like, I understand this is, sounds like a walking contradiction. However, the, the skill players, Devo Samuel, Kittle, even Juwan Jennings. Ayuk. All... Ayuk. All incredible after the catch. Sorry, I even forgot about Ayuk. <laughs> Juwan Jennings had one good game. He's above Ayuk, Ayuk already. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of the guys that are, like, going to freaking truck stick people when they try and tackle them. Yeah. Um, he... So... You mentioned it like screen games, end arounds, things like that, extension of the passing game, or sorry, extension of the run game, even though they are passes. I think that's how you can get Garoppolo to 250 um, because those guys are so good after the catch. And Shanahan is always so good at scheming up guys with space to run. However, maybe we want to like put something together here with Eli Mitchell, his over under is 77 and a half rushing yards. He also has gone over this number four out of the last five games. His rush attempts in his last five games that he's played, 21, 21, 22, 27, 27. He is getting 
almost all the carries in that backfield, unless it's Debo Samuel back there. Like, Jamichael Hasty's not really a part of it. Jeff Wilson's, like, gone. Um, not gone, but he's, like, not getting anything. So maybe there's a way we put together, like, if we do think this is going to be a shootout, Garoppolo and Eli Mitchell. Well, if it's a shootout, you still think Mitchell would get over 80 yards and Garoppolo would have over 250 passing yards? Yeah because, the game? yeah, because, like you said, this is maybe the let our skill players win the game type type performance here. I'm not going to lie. You're losing me there, and yet you've overall convinced me, which is really confusing to me. I, 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 understand, why you, I understand why it sounds like I'm contradicting myself. What I'm saying is Garoppolo is going to throw a lot of like quick hitters, and they're going to run after the catch and pick up yards that way. Not like Garoppolo is going to take over the game. So you would take the under on Garoppolo air yards. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I'm writing down from this that I, I think is the takeaway is that DK has been more convincing to me than Craig. I think Cowboys minus three of the Cowboys winning the game. But within that, Jimmy G over or an Elijah Mitchell over. I like the idea yeah. of one of those. DK, one did you two, also mention you had a Debo Samuel thing? If you're thing? getting wacky, go with both. Well, we can talk about both. But you, <laughs> you mentioned a Debo Samuel thing too? Yeah, this one's stupid. This is, okay, the, this is the true dumb bet. Debo, there's a there's a bet on FanDuel. I think it's uh, one rushing touchdown and one receiving touchdown in the game. You get seven to one odds. That's horrible odds. He's done it twice this year, <laughs> and he's That's Debo Samuel. That's one in every eight games. More right. than that, one in every eight and a half. Didn't he miss a few games? Uh, True, yeah, but they are playing like the Cowboys. I know. I'm just. I said it was dumb. I prefaced it with. Right, dumb. He did say it was dumb. It's right. fun. I want to root for Debo Samuel, and I root. I want to root for Josh Allen. That's right? the passion I like. I'm writing that down. <laughs> I like that. That's the passion I want. I have a question for you guys. Do you enjoy betting props or betting like game total spreads, non-specific player bets? What do you What do you I enjoy like betting more? The spreads more. I think DK likes the props more. I, I like the, the props because I think. It's too stressful just, for me. They when feel I, I dumber. Get, I get feel, so they feel like, yeah, they feel dumber to me. So they're just like, this is more for fun than like me trying to be like Nostradamus and figure out who's going to win a game and by how many points. Like Instead, you're just like, I'm trying to guess over under 77 and a half yards. Yeah, I feel like that's Nostradamus. I like a spread because like, all right, if I bet the Niners to win the game or a money line, like if I bet the Niners to win the game, like I don't give a shit what happens. I don't care how they score. Like I, I kind I of enjoy that. Like they can block a punt. They can run it. I don't care. As long as yeah, they then, win. So here, here's my question. Doesn't it just make you sweat it out till the very end of the game too? Like, oh God, they're going to backdoor cover here. It's going to be so fucking annoying. Yeah, that's gambling, oh. DK. <laughs> that's gambling. That's how I know, it works. But I, I just, like, don't, as opposed to props, to which is what? A walk in the park? Yeah. <laughs> props are just dumber is, is my official take. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Did we want to talk about DK? Did you want to have more on the Bills? 
So I mentioned Josh Allen under in the passing because I think they're going to run a lot. And, I th- and along those lines, I think Devin Singletary is going to get a chance to like go off in this game. Again, it's cold. It's going to be nine degrees. Uh, and although it does sound weird, the Patriots have actually not been very good against the run lately. They just got done giving up 153 yards rushing to... Uh, sorry, they've given up 153 yards rushing over the last four games average. They just gave up 157 to Dolphins, Duke Johnson, and Philip Lindsay combined for that much. Um, Singletary did only pick up 39 yards last time they played. What's the number, though? What's Singletary's, Singletary's number right now is 59 and a half. Um, I like that. That's a good one. His his average in the last four games is 19 attempts and 81 yards. You like, you like over 16 and a half rushes? No, I said over 59 and a half rushing yards. Oh, 59 and a half rushing yards. That's interesting. Okay. We'll come back. We'll, we're going to circle back. Do you guys have anything else in these other games? Yeah, I no, have I one have massive thing I need to talk about. <laughs> okay, let's let's, that, let's hit get it off your chest, things, Craig. I'm I'm betting. I, it's already decided. I'm betting the Chiefs minus thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is this okay. emotional hedging, or are you just angry at your team, or what? It's not emotional hedging, dude. The, the, they, this game happened three weeks ago, and they lost thirty-six to ten. And Travis Kelsey didn't even play in that game. <laughs> Like, get, what are we doing point. here? That's a good point. We got to bet something on Roethlisberger, right? Yeah. Are there to. any? Are there anything? I didn't even see anything out there with him. Dude, but. since did first of all, did you guys see Ben's quote talking about this game? Oh, this was ridiculous. Okay, I no. saw the quote in text on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, this must be a joke." And then I saw a video of it, and it was like a real Ben Roethlisberger press conference. And I'm like, "Okay, he must have been joking." I pull up the full press conference because I'm like, "Sure, there's some context I'm missing." And I'm like, "It's it's still ridiculous." And I'm like, "Maybe this is a deep fake." What I'm was like, the no. quote? I didn't see it. Oh my! Can we we have to play it? In I, this I, or I can. I have it. He goes, "We're probably twenty point underdogs, and we're going to the number one team. I know they're not the number one seed, but they've won the AFC the last two years. Arguably the best team in football. We don't have a chance. So let's just go in and have fun." <laughs> I, 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 yeah, he must have been joking, but like, I it's not, he doesn't say it sarcastic. Like, he's kind of like, like, he's um, dry. It's very dry. I I have a friend who doesn't get sarcasm, no matter how obvious you make it. And that was how I thought of Roethlisberger in this moment. Like, (laughs) he was just like, yeah, we don't have a chance. And I think in his head, he was like, ha, this is funny. But it just came out like, yeah, we don't have a chance. We're going to have fun. And I'm like, you're the playoffs, dude. Uh, the Steelers, guys, since Thanksgiving, the Steelers have averaged 18 points a game. Oh, that's twice what the Giants averaged. On the road, it's 16 <laughs> points per game, which is only better than the Jags and the Texans. And they're playing the Chiefs. They're playing the Chiefs, who've given up 19 points a game since Thanksgiving. I think the only thing I can say for the Steelers is that they have a bad run day and the Chiefs can exploit that. Having said that, like, I don't. Roethlisberger has to be the worst quarterback in this round, right? Like, even Jalen Hurts is a different guy. Like, I think Jalen Hurts is probably better. Like, Roethlisberger is so useless. I mean, it's not close. So, like, I I actually think this is a good call. (laughs) I think my only thing with the Chiefs is, what is it? It's minus 13. Yeah. I, I, 12 and a half right now in Fandle's Dude, I, I'm borderline. I have to bring that down to five, right? You want right to now. talk about a, a worst bet of the week? Can I bet minus 13 just for the first half? What odds can I get on that? <laughs> Dude, 14-0 at the end of the first half is uh, extremely the half, likely. The first half line is the, the Chiefs are four to one to win it. Uh, what's the line? The line... Minus seven and a half. The over-under is 23. Oh, seven and a half. I think... I might take that too. The only thing I'll say, I found this crazy stat. Uh... What is it? There's been 18 wild card games in the last four years, the and 15 of them have covered. 
like the underdog has covered 15 of the last 18 wild. So like that's my only concern with a lot of these. If you guys weren't going to let me do this, my my second bet, which is probably going to be the most teased bet this week, is just Chiefs Bucks tease. I, I think that is going to be the most. Mm. Okay, that leads me to my other thing with the Bucks. I'm going to be watching this Eagles game with two Eagles fans, and I kind of <laughs> just want a way to put money on the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, you want to bet on the Eagles? I want. I do because it's eight and a half. It so easily teases with six points for the two-team teaser. Mm -hmm. uh, you can put that to 14 and a half. Quick explanation on teasers, because no one ever explains gambling things. If you yeah. just combine two teams, you get six points to move each line, and you have to win both bets, but they kind of also take a tax for letting you do that. But eight and a half points, I kind of liked Eagles getting 14 and a half. Like, that's kind of like the perfect number, because I don't think the Bucks are going to blow them out. Craig's making a face like you don't like that. Do you guys know what the, the Eagles record is this year versus playoff teams? Uh, they have, like, no wins. Oh, and seven. That. Yeah. Yikes. This is against okay. Tom Brady in Tampa. I I mean, honestly, I don't mind that. If you can if you can hit 14, that's nice, right? If you can get 14 is nice. And also, like, I actually think the Eagles are gonna be able to run on the Bucks, honestly. Like Vitave is like a monster on the D-line, but like the other like the run D isn't as good as it's seemed. They're kind it of hasn't like, been as on good reputation. Of late. And I and I don't know if Levante David is gonna play in this game. That's the thing. The Bucks are so hurt, and like the guys might come back, but like that doesn't mean they're fully healthy. And I, I just think the Eagles actually excel at the at something the Bucks is are struggling with right now. And I, I think if you want to do props, I actually think Gronk all the overs will probably hit. It's hard to bet on Gronk overs. You don't get any like juice. Like to get a touchdown, he's like you know one to one, which is terrible odds. But like the Eagles defense in the middle probably will be carved up by Gronk. But like I don't know, like Cyril Grayson and Mike Evans against Darius Slay and them on the outside. Like I, I kind of. I put it this way, I'm gonna be watching with two Eagles fans. So I'm going to be betting on the Eagles because it'll be fun. I also I'm not think against my that's friends. a good like friendly betting strategy is you put money in your friends' teams, so you have a good time. I'm not gonna bet against side. them. Yeah. That's the thing. So that's my only thing I'm really asking is I don't want to bet on I don't want to bet against the Eagles this week. I got a good one for you. Or maybe you can tell me. Uh FanDuel has a bunch of weekly specials for the wild card weekend, which are really fun, I think. One of them is Jalen Hurts to throw one plus touchdown and rush. So one touchdown and one rushing touchdown. Mm -hmm. And it's plus two fifty. That's not too bad. I think that I kind of like that one. You know what those bets though are like? And look, love Fandle. Fandle's a sponsor of this pod. We got the Fandle Listener League. Love yeah. Fandle. Having said that, what well, I'll just say is that those special bets. You know when you're in the supermarket and there's like the display, like right at the end <laughs> of the aisle. I'm falling for it, Heifetz. And it's like it's more expensive because yeah. they paid to put it in front of your eyes, and they're hoping that they can charge more money for it. It's like. If they make the beer shoving into, it like, to the front of the page to give it to you. It's probably not the best odds. They make like a big display of beer that looks like a giant thing of it's like a field goal. The the uprights and stuff. Something yeah, like exactly. That. Like that. Someone had to make that. That's what I'm saying. What do you call that bets. thing? The field goal uprights. Goal the goal posts. The goal posts. The ones that you oh, move to explain was, what Jimmy I was G definitely would definitely trying to have over. find that word. <laughs> Could not find anyway. that word. Um, okay, Craig. I have another one. While we're talking, before we move on, don't tell me the Chiefs. Steelers bet. Chiefs to win every quarter against the Steelers, six <laughs> six to one. Is That's what? a good bet. Six to one. That's one of the other. The problem duel. though is if they tie. Yeah, I know what it's in fun. a quarter. And <laughs> Craig, still, Chiefs to whatever. That it helps Craig get his visceral anger at his team. Better wow. go the Steelers futility. Let me quickly, I want to go look at this. Uh, I want to look at the past game they played and see if that happened. Because I believe after the first quarter, it was 14-0. It was. So <laughs> the Chiefs won three out of four quarters. They lost the fourth seven to six. 
That's the problem. Is it's six. like you expect, though, bitch. the Steelers will win the fourth quarter. That's the problem with that bet. But it's funny. You might as well bet the first half, though. The first half, the Chiefs winning by a touch, the first half by a touchdown seems way better. To well, me. it's seven and a half. So they got to be up but, at 10. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, still, whatever. You better get double digit lead. It's fine. They'll, they'll get it. It was 23 0 at half the last time they played, 14 0 after the first. <laughs> I mean, do you have I don't any know concern with Tom? Here. Every time I'm like, oh, well, Mike Tom, like, no, this team is. I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> You're right that the, I think Craig's convincing me that the Chiefs are even with the 13 points are great, even though every, it is the obvious bet of the weekend. All right. Other, let me give you a couple of my, I told you about the Eagles and honestly, I don't have a ton of rationale other than like, I'm going to actively talk myself into it because it'll be fun. Yeah. An actual take I have. So when I look at these wildcard weekend, I'm like, well, who do I want to root for? Like what, are, what games jumps out at me? Just screams Bengals. Everything in me screams Cincinnati, like Burrow ice in his veins. You have Jamar Chase, Tyler, uh, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, like Raiders, this is the most letdown fun game, emotional letdown, exactly. short week, tie. And I'm like. Everything in me is like, I want it for the Bengals. And I'm like, you should this is Raiders. obvious. George Costanza. Yeah. Do the opposite. It's yeah. about the Raiders. Like, this <laughs> is the game that everyone, no one will expect. Every wildcard weekend, there's a game that you're like, oh, can't believe that happened. We are stuck in this specific moment in time where we're transfixed with these two incredible games that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase just had. We're all in on the Bengals now. No one cares about the Raiders. We're focused on other things. Like, no one gives a shit about, oh, like, the Vegas Raiders. And in reality, the Raiders have a pass rush, which the Bengals haven't had to deal with for the last few weeks. Yeah. The Bengals don't block well. Max and the Crosby. second Max Crosby hits Burrow for the third time in the first half, people are going to be like, oh, right. The Bengals don't have a great offensive line. And as much as I don't want to bet against Burrow, I don't really want to bet on Cincinnati's offensive line against the Raiders' D-line. And I kind of I think the Raiders getting a, like six points is like a really good value this week. Did you know that? Uh, Max Crosby finished with 101 pressures this year, which was more than any other player, including Aaron Donald. He's, isn't which, he the first guy to like significantly have more pressures than Aaron Donald in like five years, basically? I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but probably. Yeah. He, but yeah, he, he's incredible. Yannick Ngakwe is, I mean, we'll see. He's kind of tailed off, but like, I, I just think you saw it against the Chargers, right? Like Max Crosby is like, dude, he was wrecking dominating. that game. Storm Norton. <laughs> yes, but like he the Bengals over. don't have a great offensive line either. So I'm curious right. what you guys think about that. Like, I think the Raiders money line, let me pull it up. So the Raiders money line, I just think that this is a much closer game. I think that this line should be like the Bengals giving two and a half and it's, it's already down from six to five and a half. That probably means smart people like the Warren Sharps of the world are like betting on it. But like, I just look at this. You can get two to one. Basically, if you bet on the Raiders to win, I think five and a half points is a lot for a team that as weird as the Raiders are like Derek Carr can move the ball. Like, it's going to be competitive toward the end. Don't you feel like it? Wouldn't you be surprised if this was a double-digit game? I think you hit the nail on the head. This is the perfect... This is the Costanza bet of the week. This is the, yeah. this is the <laughs> yeah, chicken this salad. Is go against everything we want to bet. Every instinct. Yeah. Can uh, we explain the Costanza thing? When was the last time we explained it? Uh, so, on episode of Seinfeld, they're at the diner, and George is just so downtrodden about his life and decides to actually... He says every decision he's ever made in his life has been wrong. So he decides to do the opposite. Every choice he makes from now on is the opposite of his instinct. So at the diner, he typically orders like tuna salad on rye with a cup of coffee. So then he does chicken salad on sourdough and a cup of tea. And then he goes up to the beautiful woman at the counter. He's like, I'm depressed. I have no job. I have no hair. I, my parents think I'm a failure. And she's like, call me. My name is George. I have no job. and I live with my parents. <laughs> Everything is coming up. 
Don't have George. But that, uh, this is the Costanza betting against Joe Burrow. Because when the Bengals lose, everyone's going to be like, what? But like, it's kind of sitting right there. Like the, They had this game against the Ravens. The Ravens don't have a pass rusher like Crosby. They have to blitz to get pressure. And then they went and they did this against the Chiefs, which similarly, they have Chris Jones and guys, but like the Chiefs don't have that like edge rusher. The Raiders blitz less than any other team in the NFL. And they actually can get pressure with four fairly effectively, which I think is going to be a problem for the Bengals. Here's something. Okay, so I think this is very intriguing because my instinct... I like this one. ...immediately was like, let's bet the over on Joe Burrow because he's just locked in, ice in his veins. We love him. Joey B. He called his receivers freak shows, which is hilarious. He goes... Because someone asked him about the balance between run and pass and how they've done it throughout the year because obviously the last few games that Burrow started... They were very pass heavy relative to what they were earlier in the season. He th- he's thrown for like 971 yards in two games. He's like, and he said something like, "Well, yeah, they got to worry about a run game, but that or, or something like to the effect of like they got to worry about both the run game and the freak shows we have running downfield." <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm just like, that's classic Burrow. I, mean, um, I I would do all the unders on Burrow if for no other yeah. reason I've said then everyone's going to bet on the overs for Burrow and like. I know, again, unders win more because they're not fun. But like, if you yeah. want to win, Burrow with the 900 yards, everyone knows he's had a good couple weeks. I actually think the Burrow unders would. Catch the the last time these two teams played, for the record, and again, this is a while ago, so like things have changed since the beginning of the season. But this was in Week 11. Burrow threw the ball. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up here. He threw the ball 29 times for 148 yards. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Uh, they ran, Joe Mixon ran 30 times. By the way, Joe Mixon's over under on carries is 19 and a half. I kind of feel like, how do you beat a pass rush that's just freaking getting after your quarterback? You run on them. That's a good take, too, of just like hitting the hitting the Mixon overs and then like yeah. getting Burrow under. It's pretty good. I also okay. think this, I think the Bengals are, if the Bengals lose, I think it'll be like the most emotionally draining loss for like football fans of the weekend, right? Like, everybody wants Burrow to win this game. If you look at every other like, game, I feel like there's not that much emotion or connection to any other specific guy. Like, Burrow is, like, America's guy right now. <laughs> yeah, he's the only guy that's, like, an underdog. Like, all the other guys are, like, Mahomes and Brady. And yeah, like, just kinda, like, so fading that. that and Costanzing Raiders, Bengals. It sucks. I don't want to bet against Burrow, but, like, I'm kind of down. Okay, so let's... So those are all... Do you have any other games you guys want to talk about? Because if not, we're going we're gonna to circle back and, and actually make our bets here. I'm glad. Can I just point out? I'm glad we didn't talk about Cardinals Rams. That was on the untouchables list for me. Just I'm not. Oh my that. god! Yeah, the Cardinals Rams is beyond. <laughs> I, I I want nothing sh- to do with that game. Shameless plug. I wrote about Andrew Whitworth for the Rams this week for the Ringer. Go check it out. He's 40 years old. He's the second oldest player in the NFL. It's a cool story of like you know a lot about Brady, but like you're a left tackle in the trenches and you're still 40 years old. And he's like the number one pass blocking left tackle on PFF, which is pretty crazy. Having said that. I have no idea what to do with this game because Matt Stafford has seven picks in his last two games. Quite frankly, this is like one of the bigger games of Matt Stafford's life. Probably number could, one. Probably, if you get me drunk enough, you could convince me Kyler Murray's actually been in more big games than Matt Stafford has, which is probably not true, but feels true. Like, I'm talking about Kyler Murray who played like three Texas State championships and stuff and like been in the college football playoff in Oklahoma. I, I don't know. Like, I just kind of look at Stafford and like there's so much pressure on this team. Stafford has been so bad in every like huge clutch moment, I just kind of, I'm very curious to see him, but I can't look at this team with confidence right now. I'm very curious to see how Stafford plays. And then there's the Cardinals who, oh, 
I mean, just limping into the playoffs. Yeah, I have no, I have no like conviction. And they're super beat up. Edmonds and Connor are hurt. They obviously don't have Hopkins. Kyler's yeah. been really up and down. I'm just like, oh man. I mean, then they just lose just, to the. Yeah. If they put it this way, if those teams are playing hey, other teams, hey, I'd be. They lost them. to the Seahawks. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Okay. All right, we're gonna go to the Beck's moot. <laughs> Which Bet's is a smooth. dumb name, DK and I came up with. Well, you know, like Game of Thrones, like the King's moot. We're doing the Bets moot. Craig has no idea what this means and doesn't remember the part of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't remember that. So. He doesn't know it. But if you know, you know. It's like they do the King's moot, right? It's like the 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 Iron Islands, and they're like, yeah, and all the kings show up, and I don't know what is that may never die. Which we're doing, a, we're doing a Bets moot. That's all I know. The Lions, the Lions. That's the Cardinals lost to DK. Not only did they lose the Seahawks, they lost the Lions. Anyway, we're even listening to anything I just said. Well, once you said Bets moot, I tuned out. <laughs> do you really not remember the scene from Game of Thrones where they're like King's Moot and they all show up and that's where Euron shows up or whatever? Okay, so uh, no. I Googled it because I'm a fucking nerd. Uh, a King's Moot is an ancient ceremony and ironborn tradition to the new, uh, where the new king is selected to rule the islands following the death of a previous king. So okay. in other words, we're going to battle it out for which that's I don't know mean. what it means. The point is all the kings, anyone who what wants to be king, like, raise your hand. Benefits. So we're doing it's this? like raise your hand. That's what we're calling it. I can't. So we're doing a bet smoot, and it's like I'm going to compile these, and it's like if you want this bet in, we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. Okay, you got to convince us. Okay. Things you I've convince heard. The Iron Islands, Iron Islanders. Things that have been thrown out there, we're going to try to figure out how to combine all this. Craig wants the Chiefs. I think that's where Craig's conviction is. Like the conviction Craig has is, I want to bet against the Steelers. Yeah, because they suck and they've caused you pain. I've also just watched them, and I think it's a it's a financially prudent it's, choice. <laughs> I desperately want to. I desperately want to bet on Chiefs to win every quarter. Get you a bet who can do both. Okay, <laughs> Chiefs giving thirteen, maybe Chiefs to win halftime or whatever quarter, whatever. Uh, DK is like, I want to bet on Achilles, Josh Allen, but like mm -hmm. in a weird way, doesn't really want to bet on the Bills, but like wants to bet Josh. Basically, Josh Allen's rushing overs and Josh Allen's throwing unders, and maybe Devin Singletary. Is that accurate, DK? Yeah, Josh Allen's throwing unders because I think he's going to run all over the yard. It's going to be a cold think, grind out game. Yeah. Okay. So under 243 and a half. And then I like Singletary going over to with 59 okay. and a half. I want to bet on the Eagles just because I, I just will be watching the Eagles fans. All and right. I would like to make that happen. Do we have to make these bets together? Or is it like... No, I, no, no. I think we're, we're going to piece them together in ways that make sense. Okay. So I want to start by throwing... And then we have this weird Niners-Cowboys situation, which we have not figured out. Yeah. I want to start by proposing the very obvious. And basically in inverting if the most obvious bet this week is everyone putting Chiefs giving a uh, teasing or parlaying the Chiefs and the Buccaneers together. I want to flip it a little bit Two team teaser Chiefs giving seven to the Steelers, which isn't a great number, but whatever, because they're going to be another touchdown. And then I actually want to do the Eagles giving 14 and a half. So it'd be Eagles giving 14 and a half getting 14 and Chiefs. Get sorry. Yeah. Eagles getting 14 and a half against the Bucks. Oof. Chiefs giving seven. Wouldn't you? I know you want to bet the Eagles, but wouldn't it just be easier to tease the Bucks down to minus two and a half, and then like all they got to do is win by three? No, because then I'm rooting against the Eagles to win the game. Uh, DK, what do you feel more comfortable with, Bucks minus two and a half or Eagles plus fourteen and a half? That's okay, a good question. That's I already know from question. your face you don't want to do it. I will do the Eagles thing alone. That's fair. It's I'm the one watching. Fine, fine. How about this? How about this? Did I convince you? How about we do the Raiders getting 11 and a half Ooh. and the Chiefs giving seven? That which I actually like. would already be, um, it's already down to 12 and a half for the Chiefs. So that would be, six if I can do math on it, six and a half. Oh, that's better. If you six and a half. So a touchdown would now work, which is huge, actually. Okay. So to be clear, uh, Raiders covering, what was it? Sorry. Sorry. Let me get the, uh, Raiders getting 11 and a half 
And then the Chiefs mm-hmm. giving six and a half, which is perfect because now if they win by seven, and that's like <laughs> okay. 100 bucks would win like 70. And 75. Can we sprinkle in Chiefs first half line? Seven and a half? Uh, well, I, w- I had a teaser. I don't think you can tease a full game with a first no, half No, no, I'm saying this is a separate bet. Just a little something else for us in that Chiefs-Pittsburgh game. I like that one a lot. So are we down with this? Because we can have multiple lists here. I want to just list all these out. So we're going to go with... <laughs> I like this as number one. So Chiefs minus 6.5 and yeah. then Raiders plus 11. I like that bet a lot. I like that one a lot too. And then I'm down to do the Chiefs first half one. I don't want to do the all four quarters because it's like the Chiefs can win by 40. At <laughs> yeah, least the I know. Quarter. It's not like, a very good... It's a dumb one, but it's So fine. the Chiefs giving seven in the first right. half? Yeah, seven and a half. Seven and a half, which sucks. I wish it was seven. That's such a bad... Uh, <laughs> we'll do a little bit. bit. I want to do we, it. We know what we need. We need to be like... You know how it's like, oh, a certain amount of units? Like, oh, put like 10 units. <laughs> we need a better word for that. Like, well, yeah, for synonym? people who don't know, a unit is essentially a percentage of your bank account. So if somebody says put like one unit on something, it means 1% of your bank account or like the money you have ready to gamble. 1% of that money on something. So 10, 10 units, 10%. 20 units, 20%. And with love for everyone that we like in this space who does gambling work, all I'll say is that like most people don't have like a dedicated bankroll to gambling that they cash <laughs> out with percentages in units. I feel like, quite frankly, if you actually deal with your betting in units, you probably don't listen to our podcast for advice. Right. Most people, people who are listening to us <laughs> for betting advice, throw a hundred bucks into FanDuel and then throw 20 on a game. Wait, I just Googled, because we do have to differentiate, though, my stupid Eagles bet to root with my friends versus what we're doing here. So can we pick a synonym for um, unit? I'm doing, we're doing this live. Synonym for unit. I got component, section, constituent, subdivision. How about, how about nugget? Portion. I like how about nug. nuggets? One nug. One nug. nugget. A couple nuggets. A module. <laughs> Chop a nug on that. <laughs> Seg- I kind of like subdivision. Portion. You don't think that's going to get a little more confusing? Three subdivisions? <laughs> subdivisions. Three Come subdivisions. on. No, we're not doing that. By the way, oh, Craig, uh, I looked up on FanDuel. I was looking on the wrong page. Chiefs, six and a half, first half spread. Oh, my God. So there you go. There you oh, go. Oh, six and a half. Then that's a fucking oh slam. We're going to triple the I'm putting 50 on nuggets on that. <laughs> 50 subdivisions. Throwing a nug Chiefs on there. Six and a half. It's, our, okay. it's officially a nugget. Hi, Fitz, I like sorry. that a lot. Okay. How do we want to do this with... I already dread this. Just picture like we're gold prospectors. One nugget. One, one, <laughs> one just nugget, drop please. a little nugget on like the, the well, scale Speaking of there. gold nuggets, we got to figure out the Niners situation. Yeah, we do have to do the there Niners. Uh, I I just want I'll the Niners. I know Heifetz wants the Niners too. Who do you think is going to win the game? I don't, you know, no, no, no. I've come to this. All right. I kind of want the Cowboys ah. because if the Cowboys lose, I'll be thrilled. It'll be great <laughs> for content professionally. I'll be I'll thrilled. get to see all my Cowboys fans, friends, so you want to make it a win-win for you. Happy personally. Cannot lose if the Cowboys lose. That's such a great scenario. Or I should root against them losing, but I don't know. I don't. I don't want to bet on the 49ers beating the Cowboys. However, I'm willing. To, I would go and bet on the 49ers offense having like a good game. Like, a, like I was saying, like my Garoppolo, Eli Mitchell. I'll, I'd go on one of those. Do you want you to guys, stick with props in that? Basically, you guys can definitely bet. Do we all have to come to an agreement here? And, and no, no, like, we can do our own okay. thing. You guys talk it out with the Cowboys minus three. What do you think, Craig? What what is what does a bet look like? You're basically saying you want to stick with the Niners plus three, or do you want to parlay it with something or tease, or like you want to just do Niners plus three, or a money or a Niners money line one and a half to one? You guys don't like anything about this Pats Bills game, or maybe you want to go Pats. I want to lean Bills, but if we're gonna remove that, I think if we're gonna do anything, I I just want to bet the Niners money line. Niners money line. I just think they're gonna win the game. 
Okay. I'm, I, I will go in a little on that. I'm not as confident as like the Raiders one. Like the I mean, Raiders, I mean, I am, I, I'm not either, but I, I do think that the Niners could win this game. And I think it's pretty damn close to even in okay. my mind. So, so let's do Niners odds. money line plus 140. And if you're going to do that, then there's no reason not to, to parlay that with the Raiders. Because like if, if both those things win and those are both underdogs, if that were to both happen. I got it. Niners Raiders would be plus 605. Six to one. So six to one. Yeah, that's pretty good. So let's do that, and we'll figure out the actual portions or subdivisions we're going to put on that. But but yeah. 49ers and Raiders money line. Wow. My contribution to this game would be, I, I think I like the Eli Mitchell going over 77 and a half rushing yards. That one makes a lot of sense if we're saying the Niners are going to win. Yeah. Not, Eli Mitchell's probably going to hit that if the Niners are going to win. The Niners right. are gonna win, not going right. to win this game with Garoppolo like, having air it out. Right? The only fear is that he's like banged up. He like has yeah. a knee thing. But yeah. He, well, this is why it's probably smarter to do player props after the injury reports come out. But I mean, <laughs> what? Okay. All right. Um, do we want to do anything with the Patriots-Bills game? I, you know what? Part of me is like, if the Bills win, are they really going to beat the Patriots by double digits? Are they going to blow no, the Patriots I think it's gonna out be close. Snow? I think it's going to be a close game. The flip side is like the Patriots teasing is also kind of intriguing of like putting the Patriots with P Patriots Raiders. That's right there. We could do Raiders 11 and a half, Patriots 10. Two double-digit teams we actually think can win. Then they're both on Saturday, too. I don't know why, but I think the Bills are going to win by a lot. Because the Bills are really good. It's weird, right? They, they, these are just two better teams than usually would be playing each other this weekend, it feels like. But at the end of the day, I'm like, is Bill Belichick going to get rocked? That's happened once in like, or once or twice yeah. in 10 years. When I look else. at, so the last game, last time these two teams played, like Josh Allen was absolutely out of his mind good. And he, he was. almost, he almost, there's there's a like a universe where they didn't win that game because he almost threw a pick to I think it was JC Jackson and he dropped it and then after that Allen did his thing and like he ran for a fourth down conversion um, he had like a crazy touchdown he had a, I think he had a two point conversion too like he just like went off and it was like this whole different like universe where if he threw threw that pick like the Pats actually win that game um, and that was with Josh Allen playing like perfect. And my contention that I started with here is that Allen is not going to be great as a passer, but he's just going to run all over the place. Um, so my my favorite one still here is Josh Allen under 243 and a half yards passing, especially since do, it's going to be nine nine degrees. Is Josh Allen gonna a score a touchdown? Craig, is there is it the, are the odds too bad if we do Josh Allen score a touchdown if it's plus 160? So basically, like you put that a dollar, you would get back like $1.60. Is that bad? A rushing touchdown? It feels inevitable, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. You know, let me just toss this out, toss this by. I'm looking at the Patriots schedule. I know this is like really basic research, but like this is how this is how <laughs> this is how you make a terrible bet, which is the goal of this show. Here's who the I, the Patriots have in my mind, pretty much one good win this year. Mm -hmm. Here are the teams they've beaten this year: the Jets in order, the Jets, the Texans, the Jets, the Chargers. The Panthers, the Browns, the Falcons, the Titans, that's the good win. They beat the Bills in a blizzard. That game means nothing to me. And they beat the Jags. The Like when it was like 50 miles an hour or when 50 they, miles an hour. When they threw it wins. three times. Like I know it's like a coaching cool thing that Belichick did that, but like that can, those conditions are never going to happen again. That doesn't tell me anything. They've literally, the Titans is their only good win this entire year. Maybe Chargers. I guess. And they also, yeah. like the Cowboys, they lost to the Cowboys, but that was an overtime. Okay. That was almost a tie. All right. 
But like they, they've pretty much just beat up on Jets, Texans, Jags, Panthers, Browns, Falcons. Like that is the bulk of who they are. Had one or two really actually like impressive games. And the Bills are fucking good. <laughs> I just, I, I get that. I just feel like the Patriots are not going to lose by double digits. Like they did last time? The Bills Two don't have ago? a ton. The Bills don't God have a ton it, of big wins on their resume either, Craig. I was going to say the Bills, the, Craig. By that metric that you just used, the problem the Bills are actually worse. The Bills have beaten the Chiefs. Teams. They beat the, the Chiefs. The Bills beat the Chiefs, which is a good win. They beat the Saints. They beat New England. Okay, fine. They're better. I mean, they um, beat the Chiefs in New England. They lost to the Titans. They lost to the Jags. Yeah, I don't know about that. They lost to the Colts. They lost. They did also lose to the Patriots and they lost to the Buccaneers. So here's the thing. I guess you're ba- I'm basically being like, I-, I look at it from this. Like if you zoom out again, wildcard teams have covered 15 of 18 games in the last four years. The theme of this season has been parody and like no great teams. And in doubt, I'm like, I kind of want the points and the greatest coach in like of our lifetimes. Especially if it's going to be nine degrees and snowing. Yeah. So I, if, if we can't agree. All right. So Craig, if you were going to build a Bills bet, then what would you want to do? Do you want to just take the Bills giving four or do you want to parlay or you want to tease it to get the Bills plus points and they just have to win or you want to just do a money line? I wanted, I wanted to pair Bills money line with something else. Chiefs money line. But what I really like to do is Niners Bills. That's what I wanted. But Niners Bills. Okay. That gives you a plus two Early 90s. So you want the early night. Well, I guess the betting against the Cowboys is in the early 90s. But okay. So that would be if you want... The Niners Bills money line that comes out to why am I stuck in teasers? Man? It's two fifty plus two fifty plus two fifty. Okay, at all right. <laughs> Bills Niners plus two fifty. DK, this is what would a very you do? this is a complex Kings smooth or uh, bet smooth. Sorry, yeah. It's a, what, it, did we, it's what did we what did we decide on? <laughs> what well, no, if no, we decided so I'm, on? I'm throwing them all out there, and we're all going to be like, oh yeah, yeah. So like, okay. DK, if you're talking about you're talking about betting with the Patriots, right? DK, I want to bet if if we want to. You're really just talking about Singletary and Josh Josh Allen underpassing. Yeah. Okay. And that kind of goes with the theme, and it it allows me to I don't care who wins, kind of deal. But I just want I just think he's going to run all over. You're just a nihilist. That's he said. Like 68. He's averaged like 68 rushing yards or something like that over the last few games. Um, he's like a six foot five, 240 pound fullback. He runs like a gazelle. I want to see that. I want to see him going crazy, like on fourth down with his legs. I I think that my version of this is actually going to be what I said earlier. I think the Patriots getting ten and the Raiders getting eleven and a half as a teaser, and then basically doing the same thing, but in case they both win as like a money line parlay. So like Raiders Pats each getting double digits, and then if they both win the games outright, then suddenly that would be like plus two and a half to one, which is actually better odds than what Craig's getting. How many things you put in the Raiders with? Feels like every bet you got is with Raiders plus a lot. Oh, I got, I got, I got, I got two. We got, we got the Raiders Chiefs one. And then I think the question is, and then also doing, we have the Bay Area Moneyline Parlay, which is Raiders and Niners. <laughs> That's a good And team. then the Raiders Pats, which is Craig, the Saturday. Craig, no wonder Craig wants to bet on the Niners. Which is the Saturday game. So I, I, I'm going all on to the Raiders this week. That's my like pivot thing. I'm, I'm in. And You're like, Costanzaing I kinda, I, it. Yeah. I'm Costanzaing it. So that's my, my, I'm doing the Costanza. The, I'm planting my flag on the Raiders. Pirate style. Is anyone with me? Bet Smoop style. I'm with you on the nine, on the Raiders stuff. I think it makes a lot of sense to Costanza this and go against America's darling, Joey B. I'm so sorry, Joe. <laughs> okay. Deke, are you in with us on that yeah, or no? Sure. Yes, I'm in. Okay. Chiefs first half line we like a lot. Oh yeah, six and a half. Six and a half, baby. Ooh. 
Six and a half. I'm, I'll go in with Craig on the Niners money line. I do want to root against the Cowboys now nice. that I'm thinking about it. Nice. I'm not going to, but I'm going to do, I'll, I'll hedge and I'll take Eli Mitchell over okay. 77 and a half. God, Jerry Jones's face if they lose is going to be so good. <laughs> DK is also going more like Josh Allen under the passing yards. I'm, I'm not going on with Bill's, Craig's Bill's Niners plus 250 parlay. I am going to instead just, I'm going to do my Raiders Pats Saturday parlay and a money line tease. Okay. Can I throw out one more? Yeah. That I, that I think is fun. The bets move. The long, so what are the long shot specials from FanDuel? Total points in wild card weekend. The over under. Oh my is, God. Is 289 total points. 289 and a half total Jesus. points. Jesus. I have no, I didn't do any research onto like where this is, like what, what we should bet. I just think it's funny and that we should bet the under. total points for the weekend. Here's the invisible, uh, the that's really invisible value you're getting. Ultimately, what you're buying there is the ability to root for every touchdown all the time at all points for every <laughs> yes, drive. Yes. But now that they've put a game on Monday, you actually get an extra day of joy. Yes. Because you might win that bet with the Monday night scoring. So here's here here's the take. It's two hundred eighty nine and a half. That if you average it out, that's twenty four point one per team per game. There are. Uh, there's 12 game there's 12 teams right two yeah. teams on bye yep okay so yes yeah, 24.1 per team teams this year by the way average 23 points per game so these are better than average teams uh last year in wildcard weekend i did the math this team scored 303 points that was boosted i will say by a 48 to 37 browns win over craig steelers so that was a lot of points in one game. You completely lost me, but like, sure, I'll bet on the over. For the <laughs> like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll do it. I was, I'm, I'm looking at the. So if if we're gonna hit the over, we'd have to teams would have to average more than 24 points per game. I love the under. Okay, you and love the under. Gotta do the under. What are we doing? I think the under. I think the under. The under much. Sense. The under is literally always the answer. You yeah. should never actually bet an over. Plus, like it, with like the cold weather in Buffalo, I don't know. Just do the under. You should not really bet. Steelers are going to score zero points, so it's really only thirteen teams. Last call teams. in the bets moot. Does no one want to do anything with me for the Eagles tease to fourteen and a half? No one wants to bet against Tom Brady with me. No one. I want to bet on Jalen Hurts one touchdown and one touchdown, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. I think the odds you're getting on that is disgustingly low. I don't care. It's my personal opinion. DK doesn't care about your odds. <laughs> DK's like, ooh. Never tell me the odds. Ooh, never t- okay. All right. That's the official bets moot. I think the thing we all agree on the most, though, is the Chiefs giving six and a half, Raiders getting 11 and a half. Yeah, first, lot, first half, Chiefs okay. six and a half. Bet against Ben Roethlisberger. That's the theme. Okay. Wow, that was our first best move. Incredible. <laughs> Those are the worst clean, picks of the week. Yeah. Those are the worst <laughs> picks for Wild Card Weekend, everyone. You are welcome. Unbelievable. They come to you for free. Uh, all right, let's. We have a couple emails here. I want to shout out. We did. We just did a mailbag episode last week, and yeah. I think the most popular email we got by far was someone asked, like, if you're you were a thief. But you would only steal oh, yeah. things to like mildly inconvenience the person you were robbing. Like, who? What would you steal? And we had great answers. Dalton emailed us to say when I would go to frat parties in college, I'd sometimes hide stuff, some of the stuff in the house if the hosts were dicks. And twice I collected their TV remotes and put them in the mailbox. Wow, that guy's asking for a beatdown. 
Which reminded me of the John Mulaney bit, which I can't believe we didn't come up, was like when he, he was in high school and one of his like friends like brought him to his house once and he had this like weird walk-in closet sketchy room in his room and they opened the door and just lined wall to wall with like old family photos, but like not of his family. <laughs> oh, that's right. And John Mulaney's like, what are you doing? And he's like, why would you steal these? And he's like, because it's the one thing you can't replace. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jeez. Ridiculous. Okay, I also want to shout out Jacob, who emailed us. Jacob is a legend. Jacob recorded all of our showdown time trivia answers from the entire season, who won the trivia, and then also kept track of who did the best with the player that they got. So not necessarily the guys who who recommended. So who gave the best advice based on who won yeah. The showdown. So he tracked the whole thing for us. Honestly, better than we did ourselves. I could barely, <laughs> I'm not even smart enough to understand that spreadsheet. I could hardly figure it out. So I think the, the, the key takeaway is that I won the most showdown times. By one. By one. But that's called winning, DK. <laughs> Let's be clear. That's called victory. Uh-huh. And um, I actually, he did have actually interesting things. So like I was the best at predicting like the immediate plug and let play spike weeks for running backs and receivers. DK with the dynasty brain was the best at like pass catchers across the whole season. Like from the moment DK recommended someone through the end of the year, his receivers and tight ends were like by far the best. Nice. And then Craig was the best tight end streamer by a lot, actually. Well, question though. So you got the most trivia questions right, but is that... Is that is the amount of questions you were asked accounted for? Because some people didn't receive as many trivia questions as others. You know what I mean? That I I'm not gonna lie, it's probably normalized in the spreadsheet and it's like above my level. Okay. <laughs> but on, on the whole and also it's like if we all were like, oh yeah, you should pick up Cordell Patterson in week two. I think only one person got credit for that, so it's all a little. But like honestly, right. the point is shout out Jacob for yeah. like incredible Good work. Research. That was honestly yeah. like above and beyond. Yeah, like we all looked at that for a long time and discussed it. So <laughs> we were just like, whoa. We should have thought of this. <laughs> so thank you for that. Okay. I think that's all we got. Email us at ringerfantasyfootball at gmail.com. Um, if you're particularly inspired, we thank if you have any ideas for our bets moot or worst bets, please hit us up. We're like, I think I think this is fun, but if you have any better ideas, or if you take any of these bets, email us, we'll follow along. Thank you. Anything else? Craig, DK? Uh, Ringer, Ringer Fantasy League. Football League. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Ringer Listener League on FanDuel. FanDuel FanDuel.com slash Ringer Listener League. The episode, the link for that is in this episode description. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, DK. Thank you to Euron Greyjoy for the bets moot for the Kings. Moot. <laughs> Thank you for Kings moots in general, George yeah. R. R. Martin. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren. Thank you, Pixies. Nice. Have you done them before? I feel like you have. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I bet he's repeated. We need that guy. Who was that guy who sent us that email? I don't. Shout out the other person who also kept track of all the bands DK has shout out. Another thing yeah. that we should be keeping track of and we have not. I apologize if that was a what duplicate. Was his name? I think it was like Colby or something. We could find the email. I might. Cole sounds correct. Actually. Yeah, something C O L Colby Colson. Let me pull up his name. We can find <laughs> that. He deserves it. But this it, is really good. He really did good a great stuff, job, guys. Yeah, Pixies is nice. Hold on, we can. Figure not that this I listen to them at all, but I know that Tyson. So. It was Tyson. Ah, Tyson, not Colson. Shout out Tyson, who kept track of a ridiculous amount of. Did I use Pixies before? Uh, he no, because he only kept track really until you like mm-hmm. had not really got so comfortable enough my to <laughs> when you were mainstream. yeah when you were like I'm actually going to share the bands I listen to instead of like the hey fellow instead kids. of trying to fucking like relate to you Zoomers the first ones you did just to, just to, for the people who are listening who don't really know how far DK has come when he was just trying to relate to people the original ones he did Jay Z <sighs> Kanye 
Katy Perry, Jesus, Beyonce, this Mariah is what I Carey. Think young kids listen to. It's just like the Co- that's like a Coachella lineup. <laughs> ba- yeah, he's got Weezer. They got Taylor Swift. I, I, Post Malone. You said Taylor Swift like five times. She's very popular. <laughs> he said Katy Perry again. Yeah, he said Katy Perry twice. She's also popular. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, American I'm popular I'm, song. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever feel? Like a plastic bag. See you Sunday. Drifting through the wind. <laughs> Katy Perry. Yeah. to start again. Which, like, what kind of line is that? Do you ever feel like a plastic bag floating through the wind, hoping to start again? Is that like an American American Beauty reference? I don't know. You know the plastic bag that he just videotaping? Oh yeah. Like, what? Floating around. Plastic bags are the modern tumbleweeds. Mm, that's deep. That that's deep. better. Maybe Katie was ahead of her time.